Like, it kind of looks like you literally have a filter on right now. It does. Really? John. Yeah, you actually look kind of good. <laughs> I know. Can I just say, this is the, that's the most complimentary thing Anna has said to me in eight years of friendship. <laughs> I can show up, like, dressed to the nines, took me hours to get ready, and she's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and literally every time Anna takes a shower I'm like wow you look amazing <laughs> alright okay I'll make an effort but it's gonna feel really contrived <laughs> like God. you're gonna definitely know I'll be like hey John you look so good so good okay so <laughs> I, I like that there's like two Blanche Devereaux right now on my screen now, do you guys always wear robes on the lanai or yes. is that? Well, I also put on my gold jewelry, oh. as you can see. So yes, yeah. we are women. We are old women who <laughs> love sex with men. Mm-hmm. And cheesecake. Very and nice. Cheesecake. That's back, a euphemism guys. for gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to professional friends, everyone. <laughs> Yay. I am Carolina Hidalgo, who I wasn't sure if it was if I was supposed to do that, so I just did it. And, and you are, you definitely are. And that's John yes. Bivacqua over there. <clears throat> yes, I'm here. I'm wearing a caftan. It's from the um, John Bivacqua collection of caftans, now available in the corner of my bedroom, rolled up in a ball. Um, Beautiful. I know that I'm not very worldly, but what is a caftan? That's Anna Paratori, <laughs> everyone. Hello, it's just, everyone. Um, it's you guys. You know, it's like a sort of, um, I don't know, like Calvin, how would you describe it? It has a lot of different names and different It's cultures. more of like kind of a flowy robe that can also double as a Snuggie. And that yeah. is Calvin Cato. <laughs> and that yes. is Who knows? Elizabeth Taylor. Who knows Calvin a lot? Cato. Uh, I forgot my turban. I'm sorry, guys. I am wearing a <laughs> silk bathrobe from the Amazon discount collection. I hope that you enjoy it. Oh, wow. The Elizabeth Taylor silk bathrobe collection. Yes, but also via Amazon. I want everyone to know this is $7.99. So it was a very discount tailor. We're talking well, latter years, Elizabeth. If we're doing Tales a fashion show... I'm wearing a. Oh no! I'm wearing uh, an actual a boy's tee of Oscar the Grouch that I purchased <laughs> yesterday. Yay! From the Sesame Street collection. <laughs> Congratulations! From the children's place. We're every podcast now. <laughs> Everyone, give yourself a pat on the back. Actually, everyone, then let us know how bad traffic was to get here. <laughs> what are you guys drinking that's the next topic stay tuned <laughs> oh well i am oh no oh no <laughs> actually I had, I, I had asked about open relationships and what you guys think i mean the only open relationship i've ever been in has been in the one i'm with uh anna Peritori. <laughs> yeah just myself and anna and she we're both comfortable seeing other men i don't she does <laughs> yeah, well, someone's got to pick up the slack. I mean, I can only describe it so vividly for you, Nana. I mean, what? You... <laughs> moo moo over there. I mean, how would you define an open relationship? What's your definition of an open relationship? Um, Carolina, well, you're in an open marriage. Tell us about it. That is not uh, true, actually. Whatever <laughs> you think you had a dream about, Marcus never said that. 
by the way. Uh, no, I, I am not in one, but uh, I was actually wondering the same thing. What constitutes an open relationship? And I was thinking, oh, yeah, it's this and that and that. And then I realized, oh, no, that's just casual dating that I've done. I've never done an open relationship. So I actually don't know. Do you got uh, does anyone know? Really? Well, there's like I feel like they're different levels. That's I was like, gonna say different tiers. Yeah. So like I mean, because I feel like there are I mean, like I know friends who've been in open relationships and I I've been in like casual dating situations and then also kind of like slightly more complicated things. But I think it really it depends because it's like I feel like an open relationship, there's always at the very least a base level of commitment to one person and then like other levels so for example like there are relationships that are more like polyamorous where it's like okay you can form attachments with multiple people versus like okay there's one main person who i see and then there are other people where i will hook up with them but like it's understood like there's certain rules like for example i know friends who are in open relationships where it's like okay like you can see other people but you can't have sex like in the house like you can have sex at their place or at a you can motel have sex or whatever on the lawn but not in the house. <laughs> it's like a weird complicated game of tag i used to play with my cousins it's like oh don't involve cousins in an open relationship <laughs> i'm talking about tag this is tag it's, that's how it is it's like you 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 have to have one hand on the shed or whatever you, it can't be in my house on my bed and all this stuff i mean i and that's all well and good and everything right i asked one person who was in a polyamorous relationship but he left it to go into a a monogamous relationship i'm like listen like there's nothing wrong with that obviously but how did you find the time to be in one and he's like that's it that's why i'm not in one anymore there was no time to be in a relationship with more than one person (laughs) right no yeah yeah. it feels like exhaustive yeah polyamorous i feel that feels different to me like that's more about actual love and actual like ongoing multiple relationships but when i think open relationship i mostly just think of sex i mean that's what comes to mind people who are you know like not um not sexually monogamous or at least open to the idea that having sex with someone else is not the define like at the end all be all of a relationship. I mean, Anna and I just last week um, met someone who was in an open marriage. They're a gay couple. We met, well, we met one half anyway, and he, that was kind of weird. I mean, and also, I don't, it's like I was. I mean, it wasn't that weird. I mean, like, he was just alerting you so you would know. <laughs> oh, I see. To have sex with him. Right. Right. <laughs> right. No, but so I don't. To find out where the bathroom was, you know? I was, no, I meant the whole situation was weird because it was like, wasn't there someone uh, there also that the husband had been with or something? Because that was like a little, it's just funny. It's like you you have an open relationship or you have some sort of parameters and then there's always the question of like the emotional side of things. Because like yes. that, whatever was happening that night when we met that guy, he was like, it was like a tense situation right like he was in an open relationship with his husband but he had been alerted that the bartender had slept with his husband through another friend because the gay community in the early 30s i guess is literally five (laughs) 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 it's just it's just five gay men Um, it's like jim you slept with joe what is gonna happen to our book club (laughs) the jays are done (laughs) <laughs> the chase are over. Um, Sorry, Todd. You know, so, 
<laughs> I think I think it is it, it's strange because is there like a don't ask don't tell situation which is totally different than polyamory because polyamory I feel like is supportive I feel like it's like you go you babe I support it you know like we all know that like Derek who you're with like really enjoys that thing that I do not so you go do it with Derek baby you do it up with Derek and I support it <laughs> but it feels like in an open relationship, there's a lot of stipulations and there's a lot of, I think, one person that wants it and one person who doesn't. <laughs> right, um, right. Which yeah. is not to say that I'm sure there is healthy uh, monogamous open relationships, but I, I do think that... that is uh, that a thing, monogamous open relationships? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like married well, couples. Of, yes. It's like jumbo shrimp. <laughs> Say. What does that mean? I mean, it's an oxymoron. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I have friends who, um, like, um, I have a, a friend who is in an open marriage, and uh, well, I have a couple friends who are in open, varying degrees of open marriages and open relationships, and I know there are some that have like a don't ask, don't tell policy, mm-hmm. and there are others where like, um, like my friend, they're very honest with each other in terms of like, it's not like, if it's like, for example, oh, you haven't, you didn't come home for eight hours, like, what happened? Like it was, it's not like an intense like grilling, but it is a matter of like if one partner asks like, "Oh, where have you been?" The other partner will be like, "Oh, I you know met up with Steve and you know we had a good time." Jim, it's um, Jim. Yeah, sorry, Jim. <laughs> Always Jim. Jim at the gym. But like, but what was cool is it was interesting because I remember talking to him about it because I you know just had questions about it and like for him. <laughs> yeah you're like how do i get in with this <laughs> my question was do i blow you and he <laughs> said sure um but like but it was interesting because like um obviously like his was different he was talking about like other open relationships that he had been in in the past where like in the past like he had been in relationships that was like much more like don't ask don't tell and like other parameters like we can't like, you know, just don't bring anyone back to the house because that feels awkward or other ones where it's like you can have just non-penetrative sex. And I think that a lot of open relationships, like the ones that I've seen that are healthy are ones where there's like almost like I've noticed to be more trust than I've seen in like more traditional, like fully monogamous, like non-open relationships because they're so there's so much communication because they're like, even though I want to sleep with other people, I want to make sure that you still know that you're the most important person. And as such, I don't want to do anything that's going to hurt you or upset you. And if right. I am acting in a way that's going to hurt you, I will immediately stop contact with that person. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So enough about Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the, the like forward pass that Calvin just like the football fell on the ground and no one picked it up and he was not there was no sex. I guess we should do that. Um, <laughs> we've been well. No, I mean, I don't think that. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I just found it interesting because I mean, I also don't think that at the same time, you know, obviously, like open relationships don't work for everybody, and like that's okay too. When I was talking to my friend about that, he was like, "Yeah, that's also fine. Like, it's not like because I feel like you know, there's." I feel like there's been like this recent trend where like people who are in open relationships or in like non-traditional couplings are like kind of like there's this weird shame where it's like, oh, you're lame. Look at you getting married to one person and having sex with that person. Boo. You're gonna have babies, Joe Jizz on yourself, boo. And it's like 
but I have noticed that, and it's like you, there's no shame in that. It's like, yeah, that's fine. And on the opposite end, there are people who are monogamous who are like, oh, really? You just can't commit. You're like a slut, and it's like not necessarily. Uh-huh. I mean, oh wow. Sometimes it's sluttiness. There's definitely, but it's there's also like whole, I don't want to cheat. Right. There's a whole gender implication too, because I do think it's often <laughs> very different for men and women in relationships because there's just kind of the general assumption that men want to put their dicks everywhere and women uh, are like yeah can you just stop doing that like it's very <laughs> counterproductive <laughs> to our relationship and then certainly two men in a relationship like i i find that what's interesting is uh, it's i i think romantic monogamy right or emotional monogamy is the real issue like um i definitely think most gay men or gay men in relationships are getting increasingly more progressive certainly because of the goddamn internet and grinder so mm-hmm. they can they yeah. can kind of get on board with well like he f- fucked someone else or fooled around with someone else but as long as you still have the sort of the connection that's you know unique to the two of you i don't think the sex is necessarily the the defining aspect of the relationship. But I don't know for men and women, I, I really, I've yet to meet a straight woman who's like, yeah, I really want to be in an open relationship with this guy. Oh, that I, would be great for me. I've met them. And it's, I have to, yeah, <laughs> they're there. I know. Will you just leave Anna alone, please? <laughs> yeah. I actually, wearing an Oscar the Grouch t-shirt. I actually do want to ask Anna, have you ever been in an open relationship? Cause that's interesting. I, I'm wondering if, if you have crossed that bound <clears throat> yet in your life. So I would say like okay, in college. Yes. I don't know, <laughs> like I feel like college is like always like a juvenile attempt at something, you know? So like definitely there was like a time where I feel like who would soon be my serious boyfriend? I was in sort of like a strange kind of love triangle that we were very like open and like, you know, nineteen like very like Woodstocky together and like you know, we're all naked together. And this is how, we, like, it was more like, I don't know. We were trying to prove how, like, free we were with each other. And, you know, it, it's like, let's bathe with Christina. And, like, we'll smoke cigarettes in, in, the, in the bathroom. And, like, we'll read poetry. And then, like, we'll all tell each other how beautiful we look. And, like, <laughs> you know, so we did that for a while. And then eventually, like, I had a threesome with him and them. And, and then I, he became my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, sorry. (laughs) 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 There's not enough chicken tenders in this sandwich for you to. Right. Chicken tenders. I don't know how to um, analogy this. (laughs) It's a metaphor. Uh, That's the word. Thank you. There's not yeah. enough cigarettes in the bathtub for you. <laughs> I just love that um, Anna somehow spent a semester abroad in France, or at least I like to believe so. In the 1960s. Yeah, really, it was just a hotel in Midtown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they allowed students in for some reason. A Sheridan, um, yes. I, I guess like the closest, I mean, of course I've dated, you know, you can date many people at once and it shouldn't come up for a while until, until you know, it comes up and you're like, oh, should we have that conversation about exclusivity? But for a very long time, I never wanted to have that conversation. So I kind of, like, loved having my little, like, rotation. 
the closest I got to like any kind of, I guess it was kind of like a, I dated him in the beginning and then at the time was fresh off the relationship uh, of that French guy that I was dating in college, <laughs> I guess. And so I was like very, you know, your first big breakup and you're so raw and like emotional. And I, I was like a mess and I, I didn't know how to casually date somebody. And um, I kept on like, you know, like just I was too much. I was too much. I was like, you know, just smothering him. And eventually he was like, I can't do this. Like you, you got a lot, you got a lot going on. And I was like, oh my God. And then um, let's then, take a bath. Yeah, like, he was like <laughs> I'll take a shower, and then you, you can wait, and then you can take a shower, like, and then you can leave, right? You're going home, right? Um, but, you know, the reason I knew it was really over was I w- was at a gay club with John, and um, I believe, I made out with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe the song from Dirty Dancing came on, and me and a stranger danced on the floor together in the moment where he's supposed to lift me. What was the song from Dirty Dancing? Time, the time, time, time of your life. Time of my yeah. life. Time of my life. So he, he was trying to like kind of throw me up in the air and pick me up again, but he didn't. And then I fell <gasps> on the back of my head. Oh my God. I, oh. I started profusely bleeding, but I didn't know. <laughs> oh my God. And oh, right, the right. couple was very nice. And they said, sweetie, like, Hey, are you okay? Let's buy her a drink. And I was like, this is turning out to be the best night ever. And oh my God. John eventually is like, Anna, you're bleeding. From the I head. Like, yeah. And I was like, mm, I'm good. And then he was like, Ple-. I was like, I'm finishing my drink. Oh my God. <laughs> this sounds like a very prototypical John and Anna story. I just wanted to remember. And I'm that. like, your hair is filling up with blood. Uh-huh. So can you knock back that vodka soda? Um, and, and, and go then I to was the like, hospital. Well, I do remember being like, "Well, I was gonna have a cigarette anyway." So we go outside, and there's Christina, and she's in a bathtub, and it's it's a fever dream. No, but I go outside. I go it's a dada. Um, <laughs> but I go outside, and and John is like, "Will you believe me now?" Like, and he takes a picture of um, the back of my dress, which is covered in blood, and I decided oh to wear God. this like white floral dress and. <laughs> We go to the ER, but I remember, <laughs> I remember texting Casey being like, hey, had a crazy night, like, <laughs> you know, trying to be like, ask me what's going, and he was like, oh yeah, like what happened to you? I was like, well, you know, I had a really bad night, I'm in the ER. And, you know, using a, a typical, horrible, manipulative, like, I'm 25. Like, why aren't you, why aren't you asking about me? And then I even made a Facebook post about my, when I had to get the staples in my head. Being like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> crazy oh, night last night. My God. Oh, eventually, eventually Casey was like, hey, you okay? And I was like, I think it's over between. <laughs> and that's when she had the time of her life. <laughs> but and I've somehow... never felt this way before. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Anna, but come on. I know. No, but but what had happened is somehow Casey and I found our way back to each other. 
<laughs> I don't know how we recovered. Um, oh, he got a car. So it became way more convenient. He just drove to me. So we became like just convenient friends. Like we were no longer dating. We were just like, we're just two sexy friends. And I remember we hit like a period for a couple of months where we would be on our, on the apps together trying to date and like kind of like almost like a Harry Met Sally situation, but we were sleeping with each other and not going to end up together. Like we're wait, sorry. Was, I have a good question. So like you were helping him pick out girls on apps. Wasn't he gay? Well, no, he was, he was, <laughs> he just went to NYU. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, he had, you know, we were both like actively searching for somebody but we were still sleeping with each other. And then we would talk about our dates with other people. And like, Mm. I really wanted Casey to like do well. It was like a weird Mm. feeling. It was like the most probably like in a weird way. Like I was like, we probably could have expanded on that. Cause I like felt really close to Casey when I don't know when like things were going well with him romantically. He's like, Oh, I'm seeing this person and she's pretty cool. Like, you know, and Casey would always like still try to make me feel good about myself like although like she's you know not got what you got going on you know staples in your head (laughs) (laughs) um it's not busting out of the seams with the other one like but um you know eventually casey and i at the same exact time started then dating what would be like our next boyfriend girlfriend and it was so strange because it happened at the same time. And like, I remember I was on a date and I, and Casey was like, you want to hang out? And I was like, Oh, I'm on a date. And he was like, cool. And then, um, the next day I was like, Oh, I need to tell Casey that I'm going to get monogamous with this other guy. And then Casey was like, I need to talk to you too, because I'm getting monogamous with this other girl. And, and we were like, wow. Like, and he's like, is it weird to say that I, I feel closer to you now. And I was like, yes, Hmm. but like, I feel that too. And we were like, very like, good luck. You know, like this is the, this is your version of an open relationship. Yeah. It was, it was the close. It was like, you know, if it could have worked with anyone, I feel like because I, I enjoyed Casey so much and wanted him to do well and like find a girl that would do the things that I didn't want to do. Did it bother you when he was, first dating other girls and you were still in each other's life like did you feel any sort of jealousy or that you were i don't know excluded i I think when you know i spent the night in the er and casey didn't really bat an eye i was like all right i think there is no expectation (laughs) for what casey can give me um (laughs) so i kind of all that like evaporated and of course there was some time in between when we didn't see each other and then we kind of casually came back to each other again um but i don't know like that was definitely i guess and you know i i think i don't know what he's doing now i did there was definitely oh you haven't substituted have you (laughs) substituted him again since i mean like i'm not trying to ask facetiously but like was there there was a time after where like he, I had broken up with my dude, and then 
he came into my bar when I was working and I was kind of like, okay. And, and he was kind of like, hey. And then it was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It sounds like my sex life is really sad. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he came into the bar with all his little buddies and all his buddies were like, oh, whoa, yeah. So cool to see you. Probably because I like gave them a bunch of free beer and I didn't wear a bra. But like, you know, they were like, Anna, we miss you, girl. We missed you. And then, like, eventually, Casey was like, yeah, I'm still with other girl. And I was like, why did you? And I was, other like, super girl. dramatic. I was like, why did you come here? Why did you even come here? And, but then I was no longer as happy because it wasn't. Because <laughs> so it worked out for him and not for and, you, maybe. Yeah. Then I. Yeah. Then I got. Yeah. Then I got bitter. So, like most of my stories, then I got bitter. So. And the other girl was Emma Stone, Oscar <laughs> and movie star, star of La La Land. I, um, I had this weird experience where I met this guy like my friend's drag show, and we exchanged info, and I think. We ended up adding each other on one of the sites, and he had a husband. And I was like, "Oh, like, do you have a husband?" And he, he said, "Yeah, but you know, we're in an open relationship." And I was, turns out, I was like venting to someone, a, a friend of mine, another gay guy, and he was like, "I know him. Yeah, he's. They're not in an open relationship." And it was like oh. this bizarre thing. So I ended up going out with him or he was at something with other people and we were kind of like on this like pseudo flirtatious date um, uh, like amidst a group and he was like no we are in an open relationship it's something we've decided and we had we were like making out at this random event somewhere in midtown and the husband came to Ooh, the event. Oh, came no. to the event. Okay, all right. Yeah. Finish that sentence <laughs> faster. <laughs> <laughs> and the husband showed up, and it was this bizarre thing where they were, it was obviously that they were kind of like, you know, how people can be in like a, a quiet fight. And yes. amidst Ooh. the group dynamic of this, like, um, whatever the hell we were at, it was some like Broadway something in Midtown, but, um, the, we kind of were still on our little date and we were like making out in the corner. Then the husband oh. was there and then it really became so obvious to me that that it was not open on both sides or it was, but it was like I was the first, like it was all in theory and I was the first person to be in the midst of all this. And I was just thinking, I have no stake in this whatsoever. I'm just a guest star and I don't really like just like figure this out and let me know and i also don't want this once i realized too that we shared mutual friends because as anna said there's only five gay guys in new york and they're all called jim apparently i was like <laughs> i don't want this is gonna be weird because now this guy the husband is gonna hate me and i'm friends with the other person and it was getting way too complicated and i just the when i had first met the guy I didn't even realize this was the situation. It was just some person I met at a bar and we were going to start, we exchange info. We we're going to talk and maybe go on one of my, you know, dates that last one to two dates max and just ends with, you know, maybe making out on a street corner. But uh, it was not fun being 
the guest star in their drama. It would have been cool to be the guest star in their open relationship for the sex, but not the melodrama. Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds like just cheating though. Like that doesn't sound like a proper the mutual friend when I was I was like he was like describing it as like, yeah, it just sounds like maybe he wants to cheat on the husband. And I was like, oh Yeah, that's what it sounds like. What's happening? I feel like a lot of I've noticed on a lot of like dating apps, like Definitely, they'll be like kind of like not traditional. Like, is there kind of vague the explanation of of what they may be? But I feel like I've met a lot of girlfriends that have encountered this very story that John had been on this pretend date where you know they think that it's an open relationship. It's really not at all. And and it's like now we're living in a place or in a world where now someone could say, I'm in an open relationship. And you're like, oh, okay. But like sometimes you're like, oh, no, is this this like just a lie up front? Like, yeah. It's a, like, I mean, I have definitely been on, on John. I've been on your end, but I was on like the opposite end. And it felt weird for me too. Like I, um, I remember there was this guy I was talking to on an app and we had been chatting for a while. And then he finally, he was like, but he, but like in the, <clears throat> as we were chatting, he was like, you know, I'm in an open marriage. Um, it's totally fine, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then he, it was interesting because he had explained, he was like, you know, we both are partners, obviously, but like sexually, we just want different things. And so at one point he had invited me over to his apartment. Um, so I went over to his place. We had relations. And then we, it was weird because his husband had come home earlier than expected, Oh, and so then God. I like met his husband and like the thing is the husband was like, it wasn't, we, it was, it wasn't weird on their end. Cause his husband was like, Oh, nice to meet you. Uh, my husband told me about you sex? and chatting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the husband Thankfully like, no. he did not ask that. It was really weird. And then the, the husband was like, Oh, do you want some water? And I was like, I don't know. I, I think I should just leave. This feels really <laughs> weird, but nice to meet. And, but it was weird. Cause like, Obviously, they were fine, and I guess this is something that has happened before. But, like, weird enough, I was the one who felt so weird because I was so used to people being like, I'm in an open relationship, but I'm lying. But, like, they were so comfortable about it. Well, that's cool. Yeah, isn't that what, it threw me off. Isn't yeah. that, like, the best case scenario? Is that what the end game, I guess, would be for people in re- open relationships, right? To actually yes. go by the rules and actually do it well and everyone's mm-hmm. happy? Yeah, I've never that's met I've, the dream. I've never met anyone, at least not close to me, who has ever been able to do that, like successfully. But I know it's happened. I I, mm-hmm. I believe it exists somewhere, right? Carolina, yeah. who is the girl you were talking about who is interested in open relationships? Aside from Anna Peritori, <laughs> too sure. Not using her full government name, rude. <laughs> no, I, I've known some people who've who've done that, who explored that for a while, and then it wasn't their thing after a while, or they they decided to. Just like that was just a summer thing or whatever the case, or they break up. It so, feels oh, like actually, a summer thing. Most of the time they do break up. <laughs> but uh, the one question I wanted to ask you guys, would you ever try that again with another gym, I guess? Ugh, <laughs> so many gyms, though. I mean, it really depends. Like, I, in theory, I actually would. But it really depends because for me, it's so situational, like I, because I feel like I, 
Like a sitcom? (laughs) So zany. You know, when you're sharing an apartment with two other guys and it's (laughs) unreasonably huge for no reason. No, I, I mean, I'm a little bit different. But in terms of open relationships, for me, it really depends on time because I usually have tended towards like less serious relationships because I'm usually so busy with like, at the time, like I was working full time and doing stand up. So I was like, I know for myself, I cannot give the level of commitment that like a fully monogamous relationship would be. So like in those instances, like I would still be open to that. Because I'm like, I understand that like, if you like, I would still be committed. But I'm like, look, if say like, I take a job that like, I'm out of town for like three or four months a year, like I know that reasonably speaking, you would want some sort of sexual intimacy. And I can't, if I can't provide that, then like, I am fine with you seeking that elsewhere. Calvin, thank so you, Calvin. Thank, thank you, you. Calvin. You commit, thank Calvin? you. All right, well, then we should go. What we... job have you booked for three months? Are you hosting a cruise ship? <laughs> like, if I'm working on a cruise ship, for example, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be in Alaska, babe. I'm going to be whale watching and like. <laughs> playing saxophone so like i get it <laughs> good then let's be open okay but wait would you guys ever consider that again i ain't yeah. you're locked down I, i'm locked down I, I i'm good where i'm at i i, I already have enough uh, my plate full all that business my cup runneth over <laughs> exactly cups and plates are full but what, I'm yeah. gonna, anna and i are happy with our open yeah. relationship and i don't mm-hmm. think we're gonna change it <laughs> it works for us that's I mean, true I would say that I could definitely see myself if I had a partner that was more willing to be interested in like just kind of like in a weird way. Like I want to be a really wealthy couple that like gets to go <laughs> to like like a yeah. kind of like a eyes wide shut party that's like not too seedy but very aesthetic and like you're like what about her and like we talk like that because we're really <laughs> and, a cinematic version of your open relationship right right and he's like go and then I like go and I tempt her and I bring her back and you know there's like a whole thing and there's like I don't know, diamonds are everywhere and there's chandeliers. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Nicole Kidman, as always. Um, you know, I think that would be really fun, but there's a lot that needs to change in my lifestyle to complete that. Um, and also, it's going to be hard to get Max on board. He's not really interested in that at all. Yeah, <laughs> so like, it all comes down to money. You need to get a bathtub. You need to fill it with rose petals. You need to obviously drink champagne from someone's belly button. It's it's too much work. It's too much work. You need Emma Stone. Emma Stone has to be involved. It's a lot. I get it. We should go. Let's go. Let, yes, let's go. I gotta let's go fuck other people. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us ramble. Send us love, support, and topics by sliding into our DMs on Instagram at Professional Friends Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review and give us five stars. It really helps with our self-esteem. See you next week. <laughs>